I'm just gonna I'm just gonna record this without uh, headphones or anything and uh, see see where it goes. Also, gonna risk it all. Highly risky behavior. I'm gonna go with autofocus. Let's see what happens. I mean, at worst, it'll uh, it'll make my wrinkles smooth out. I don't have wrinkles. <laughs> uh, all right, that you know of. The only wrinkle I have is the one that divides my ass cheeks from each other. You could take that quote to the bank, sir. All right. <clears throat> Got to clear my throat. Got to clear my throat because I have allergies and I spent 15 years of my life smoking. So here we go. I like how I like how being healthy is uh, is considered some kind of bullshit trend now. I think I don't know. Just people who grumble about how people are healthy now. People are healthy now cuz they don't smoke. It's um it's an interesting stance. Smoking. That was it, huh? And that was the only thing standing between everybody and health. What about all the poppers people do and the Adderall and the MDMA? What about going to Bonnaroo? That must be pretty taxing on the uh, the old organism. But I did quit smoking and suddenly I'm a part of some health movement, I guess, because I work out also. Working out is just good. I mean, it sucks, but you just do it because you don't want to feel like even more of a bag of shit than it feels to not work out. That's all. Working out, you feel like complete garbage, but only for about an hour. Then you feel pretty okay for the rest of your life if you do that every day, but not working out, you just slowly feel more and more like a bag of garbage. And then one day it's time to take out the trash. It means you die. So, you know, but then again, even when healthy people die, it's still time to take out the trash. So, you know, do whatever you want, I guess. Life is what it is. I wonder, it, it's wonder to me that anybody takes a stance, a uh, strong stance on certain things now that we have enough of pe those people taking that stance on the internet to get a real objective perspective on it. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, like that Andrew Tate guy, I guess, where he makes the videos about being a strong male and dominating women. That's, um, I could see where that comes from biologically, but also biologically, the, that comes, you don't have to try to do that to be stronger. You just are physically stronger and, uh, have certain other advantages based on your biology. So you don't have to try, you just have to exist and it will happen. So to make a video about how you have to dominate chicks is kind of idiotic because 
it's only for guys who can't dominate chicks and somebody has to what teach them but then they don't really teach them how to be a true dominating person like like what they want to be i think these kids what they want you know a guy who gets into a guy like andrew tate you know what they want is advice what they're truly looking for is how to be a leader like become a man become more of a leader but the manipulation tactics actually you know what full fully have to admit that i don't know enough about andrew tate to even know what he said past the whole dominate women line could have been clickbait and then you know you see a lot of clickbait like that and a guy will be like you gotta fucking you gotta dominate these chicks brah subscribe and i'll show you how for a monthly fee of 50 dollars, isn't it worth it isn't it worth your your man future and then they do it and then he's like all right are the chicks gone okay here's what you have to do you should just love and respect yourself that way people will be able to see that you're worthy of love and respect and then they just cash out on that cha-ching you know they make just a ton of money giving just platitude advice which you just already know and then you just keep it moving so you never really know what these guys are doing unless you're into their little their little pod their little for their forums and their little communities so i don't know what the andrew tate guy was doing exactly other than just being really bombastic and talking mad shit about women and that's how you get attention on the internet so i don't know if he was a part of a cult of misogyny or if uh it was just clickbait i have no idea but for the guys for whom it is not clickbait and they go further into diving into how to dominate but then it's all this like negging shit you know that's that's just you're not really getting your money's worth as a guy who's really seeking true strength right to exhibit that although i guess it's really for guys who want to put on the appearance of it so that they can fuck a chick which in which case i mean you kind of are getting your money's worth but uh hey i don't know that's the experience you want to have go for it i guess be a sleazeball go and tell a girl that her teeth are crooked and that you know you think she's shit and she should be happy to be seen in public with you i guess see where it goes i mean the kind of girls you're gonna get are fucked up and were already probably just fucked up already just messed up they already think that about themselves so you just kind of validate their shitty self view i guess and there you go voila a fucking you and her and some sheets in bed it's a fucking shit sandwich of emotional dysfunction i guess you guys deserve each other and it, it just kind of goes the way it's supposed to i suppose 
I, you know, I, uh, I wonder, I've, you know, the, the shitty situations that I had with guys, if I ever did, whenever it got shitty, it was, it's usually just that, you know, I just let it get that way because I didn't have, um, ugh, this is getting all touchy feely, but yeah, like I just didn't have the, that, the realization yet that, you know, I'm not a bag of garbage, right? But, you know, that's that's just an experience I went through. I don't really think it could have gone any other way. If, you know, it's like you, you, you want somebody to confirm that you're a bag of, bag of trash and then you'll finally find some guy who, you know, he wants to dominate or and then he's just like a fucking dweeb but really you have your own thing going on that's the thing about shitty relationship situations like that where a guy thinks he's like oh, he's dominating and, and it's uh, it's yeah but the girl it has already been dominated by her dad <laughs> her dad, okay? And so really what you are is sort of a stand-in for that. So she has to grapple with that and overcome it on her own. You are doing your own fucking thing where you have to come to terms with the fact that you're a weak man and that's the only way you can get pussy. So you, it's like you both have your challenges and you both have growth and, and, and it is good that you are together. You, you should be together, you know, you should be with a girl who's, who sees her dad in your face and you don't even realize it because you're, you're dealing with your own issues of lack of character and being afraid to, to become a man. And then she, and she's afraid to become a woman. Really, she wants to reconcile her, the her daddy issues. You're both children, so fuck each other, fuck the demons out of each other. Should be some vigorous fucking when it comes to that kind of situation. Just fuck it all out, fuck it all out. If you can't make it a relationship that can work. At least you can make it a fuck session that's a workout. Good cardio. There you go. Try to make it positive, you know? And by working out, working out and doing cardio builds character, builds character, because it takes determination to fuck at that speed and level of aggression. Takes determination, intensity, focus, all right, to to get those two minutes of high intensity uh, demon purging out of your systems. And you're just panting next to each other. You're both working through it, trying to figure yourselves out. One of you is broker than the other because you subscribe to Andrew Tate monthly. And the other one, I don't know, probably bought too many Beyonce albums. Who the fuck knows? And that's how, that's just life. Life is beautiful and terrible. 
you know, ever the craziest thing in the news. I, I mean, look, everybody's all like, oh, the news, everything's crazy in the news. I mean, right? And like, yes, perhaps. But some things are crazier than others, for sure. And a lot of a lot of it is hype anyway. If, the minute you read into an article, you're like, oh, okay, this is not that bad. But this particular story, it, like, it glossed over so much that it is that bad. And worse potentially it was this guy who was with his girlfriend in a car heading on a out on a road trip through florida and they were driving through this national park in florida and a woman flagged them down and they pulled over and she told them that her car had broken down and she needed assistance and these two young morons were like sure so they follow this woman out of the goodness of their stupid little hearts and she leads them into the forest they get to a clearing she whips around pulls out a fucking gun and says uh you know whatever i don't know give me your wallet or something she's basically trying to rob them they look around there is another woman they suddenly spot in the woods hanging back with a gun also and they're like fuck so rather than comply i mean this is america fuck that everybody's packing the guy pulls out his own gun whips out his own gun there's a standoff obviously this guy did not remember the one hard rule about pulling out a gun, which is if you're going to fucking pull it out, you're going to, you got to be ready to use it. Use it. And I guess he didn't, or he took too long or something, or maybe the lady freaked out immediately. She shoots him. Although I think she shot him in the back. So that is what leads me to believe based on the forensic experience I have from watching three seasons of Dexter, that the guy whipped out the gun and then thought he could get away while she was surprised or something, and then she just shot him. Or something happened, you know? And it spooks the other lady with the gun in the woods. She runs away. She leaves that lady. And um, the girlfriend is the only survivor. She's trying to revive the boyfriend. She's calling the cops. The lady runs away. They pick this couple up. The guy dies shortly after. The girlfriend leads the cops who then, you know, they get into the woods. She leads them to the clearing and shows them around like this is where it happens. The cops investigate the area. They find, okay, they find an entire encampment full of hundreds of people probably who are living in tents, living in the woods, off the grid, on purpose. And they all have guns. And they've been doing this for a while now. And so there is a town in the Florida National Forest. And the cops found it. And they find the lady. And they are arresting her. And guess what happens? Her five-year-old little toddler son comes running out of a tent with a fucking shotgun of his own. He's packing. This five-year-old kid is packing. He like he probably knows how to use the goddamn thing, right? So he just cocks the barrel or whatever. And then there's a standoff. They have to try to not shoot a five-year-old boy. 
and convince him to hand over his gun. Luckily, he did. So now they take the kid into custody. They take the mom into custody. You know, it's like, that's it, right? And the state will now process them in ways that are unsatisfactory to all parties involved. And God bless America. Amen. So the the girlfriend is the only one that kind of got out of the whole thing. Except now she, you know, no guy that she was madly in love with. He's gone. But that was the story. And nobody talked about the encampment. It was just like a very dry, factual article. And and I'm like, what the fuck do you mean there's an encampment of people living in the woods and that this is a thing? That's, I mean, look, look. How much is the rent, right? I'll fucking go there. Rent free is the way to be. I would go there. I would go there and get a gun and live there in the tent. But this, it's like insane. I mean, you imagine you're you're driving through the national forest uh, in Florida. Nobody's supposed to be there. They don't even let Native Americans be there. They kick them out. They kick them out and sent them to their own little reservations. They're like, you stay in here, leave the rest of this shit to the bears. Nobody's t- supposed to be there. That's like... This is like a like a like a spin-off of the Hills Have Eyes or something, you know? Like you go into the woods and a ladies and then all of a sudden your whole world gets turned upside down because there is a community of people living here. Who the, who the fuck is this? What is this like? What is this M Night Shyamalan bullshit? I don't even know how to say his name. M Night Shyamalan Lama Lama Bing Bang. That's insane. And and it's like, dude, if it was inevitable it was inevitable because the people that have been thrown into the streets over the last few years because of whatever happened, the economy, the pandemic shutdown, uh, you know, lack of assistance, drugs, mental illness, uh, just, just, uh, just flat out, um, doomsday prepping or like off the grid living, sustainable bullshit, eco terrorists, whatever the fuck these people are. Uh, it was, it was inevitable that this would happen. I mean, you know, when things were not too crazy, it was only the people that had serious issues in one way or the other that couldn't hold on, that couldn't keep their fingers hanging onto that ledge of society. And then they just fell through the net. Right. And that's, that happens all the time. And that's an issue that people talk about a lot, but over the last five years, I'll say five, but really it's been like three. You, we've, I've seen, I've seen the homelessness change, the quality changed a little bit because now you start to see faces of people uh, who that aren't riddled with fucking heroin and maggots. These are actual, they're a lot of them are veterans who can't get housing and uh families and all this shit and they're living it they have nicer tents you can tell that's the difference and not only that they have nice tents that they keep as clean as possible and they have little lawn chairs and they hang out in the front with their buddies you know and this is and they have uh, some of them have generators and they have some limited capacity to use electricity 
and they live under a bridge and it's like they're gonna they're trying to make it work because they're self-sufficient they've been to war they got basic training and basic training probably includes camping and also you know the, the boy scouts of america is a big thing here right so there has to be people that know how to build a fire and and live in the wild uh the, the wilds of downtown austin or or under the gowanus bridge and then under the gowanus bridge people could afford you know i mean you can't really live in a tent in new york city it gets too cold so people were are buying i'm not saying were they are buying rvs they live under the gowanus bridge and they just have a little life there a shitty little fucking life that nobody cares about and you know they make soup in in like little uh steel cans and that's and little spoon and that's what they eat and and like i've seen this grow this has been happening and more and more it's happening because it's just better it's better to live under a bridge at a certain income level than to be a chump get a dead-end job at arby's and try to actually pay rent somewhere it's worth doing that that is economically it's a strange place to be that we have just people are deciding to live in the wilderness because the inequality has gotten to the point where it's optionally better because you know this is a country that has more commodities cheaply available uh so you can make it work in a fucked up way if you're homeless you can make it work the things that you buy here you know you don't have to just gather twigs you can go and steal at a walmart you know what i mean you can um you can do a five finger discount at Gander Mountain. You can get away with enough shit to like get, you know, to get by and, and what you can afford won't be so bad. You're not, you're not like trying to kill a mongoose with your fucking teeth over here, right? So, and that's the same thing with the jobs where everybody's confused about why people don't want to work at Arby's, why people don't want to work these kind of jobs. I've worked these kind of jobs. I would rather live in the fucking woods. They are soul-killing fucking jobs. They don't pay enough. You get taxed too much. You can't afford your rent. You got to live with roommates who suck, who are on the edge themselves. You know, they got all kinds of issues. You got to deal with people who are desperate while you're desperate, okay? it's It's like... It's, it's insane. And so they were like, why don't people want to go back to work? Well, it's not just the stimulus checks. It's also that it, it sucks on a level that could almost make you suicidal the way you get treated at these jobs. And they're just not worth it. They're just not worth it. I don't know what would make them worth it. I don't know. I don't even know what changed over the last... 30 years to make them less worth it. It's probably just the fact that it's okay to work those jobs when you're like 19, 20, but if you're 35, just go live in the woods, right? You didn't, you failed. Nothing was set up for you in this 
society, you were handed a bad de- deal. I don't know what the fuck, right? You, but you could live in the woods. You can live in the woods. And it would be better. It would be better to fight a bear from mauling you once a year than to have to look at a corporate shill floor manager at any one of these restaurants and look them in the face and and deal with their pep and gumption, you know, and their expectation of yours. Because it's like, these people want to micromanage you to a level that starts to actually cross over past the control over just your schedule and pay stub into how you feel and think and are. It starts to cross over into trying to control your soul. You know, for Amazon to have its warehouse workers uh, have a mandatory uh, meditation session from a computer that counts down as you do it, that's satanic, satanic. And that's why the woods is a better option. It is, it just is. And so I completely get it, but it is fucked up. And a lot of the people that were not having jobs, it's just because they were just finding ways to have passive income online. Because if you could make enough passive income and steal, you could actually have the same quality of life as working at an In-N-Out burger. Same. But you don't but without the the shitty smell of fries following you around all day, okay? And those colors that you have to be surrounded by in these restaurants and the fluorescent lighting and the managers, okay? who are trying to actually climb a ladder into this, deeper into this hellhole. So I was not surprised that there was a whole encampment of people living in the Florida National Forest. I was just a little surprised at the timing. I thought it would happen maybe a year or two from now, not that it had already been happening for the last three years, as far as I know. Right. That kid was the little boy with the gun was five years old. So did he was he born there? Did he grow up there or did she have the kid outside of it all and was working for Taco Bell? And it was like she looked at Taco Bell. She looked at her belly. She looked at the forest. And then she was like, I always liked, I always enjoyed the story of Robin Hood and his merry men. His merry, merry men. I will go into the forest. I will offer myself up as a, a re of gangbang if I could just live in this goddamn forest and not work at Taco Bell. The, the men are merry. Okay. Sounds like they'd be gentle. So that's good. The one, the one crazy thing about the potential for like some kind of societal breakdown as a chick is that you, you will always have your pussy. Your pussy is 
always this, uh, you know, emergency tool that you just, you know, break hymen in case of emergency, right? And you're just like, hey, don't, uh, yeah, yeah, you want, don't kill me. I can be useful. It's like, can you hunt? No. Can you fish? No. Uh, can you read? No. GED? It's like, can you do accounting? No. Uh, can you contribute in any way at all? Is there any way you can contribute? Like, uh, I got this pussy. You want it? And it's like, guys will always be like, okay, yeah. Let's see. Never know when you might need one of those. Get in here. Come on into the compound. Something to look forward to in life. All right. So, what else is there going on in life for me? Not much. Not much. Trying to get my shit together. Uh, I guess I'm gonna look for another development job. I gotta go find. I gotta find my mama a house in the Dominican Republic slash me a house in the Dominican Republic. I just don't, I don't want her living in New York City anymore. It's getting crazy over there and I don't know. She keeps thinking that people are trying to get in through the window. It's it's time to go. It's time to go, mom. Let's go. Take her back to the ER. She'll like that. She could just eat mangoes and pet a cat, you know? So, I don't know. Wish me luck. Other than that, I'm still reading Adam Smith and I got that one last book to go, which is basically just about Kings and crap like that. I guess it's not applicable anymore, but the, the way that certain people in our society are gaining wealth and power might, might actually become relevant again to read about, uh, what, what are the princes like in this, in this 18th century world? What do they do? Are they dicks? Do we have any hope? Maybe. Who the fuck knows? At least we'll go to the moon. At least we'll go to the moon again, right? Everyone had lost hope about going to the moon, but now you can go to the moon. It's just uh, sponsored by Arby's. That's fine. Arby's and Red Bull. Those logos are going to make it to the moon before the first moon encampment. You know, they should just... They should just... You know, if they're going to, if they're going to be, you know, if we're going to just have to move into the woods, then we need to just colonize the moon because then at least people who are in the forest, like the hills have eyes people, they can have the option. It's like stay in the woods and, you know, uh, wrestle deer or I don't know, try your hand at, um, cultivating some land in, in on Mars or some shit and see where that gets you, right? There's more uh, of an opportunity there. And uh, nobody's living there, so mm. nobody will get hurt in that way. And that's all great. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I think the future is going to be pretty exciting. And, uh, and that just makes me realize that exciting sucks. All right, I gotta go. That's been it for me for today. I have spoken. Thanks for tuning in to Melissa Time again. I hope it was entertaining for you as it was for me. And I'll speak to you again soon, probably next week. So thanks again for listening and checking in. 
I'm really glad you did. You didn't have to. So, you know, that was really cool of you. And, you know, like and subscribe. Follow me on social media. Keep in touch. All that crap. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Thanks again.